0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host Juliette Lamar and I have with us today the product manager at FarmLab. Welcome Jenny Milne. How are you Jen?
1: Um, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Let's go ahead, Jennifer, and get us started off with what is Formlabs? What do you guys do there?
1: Um, sure. So Formlabs is um, a 3D printer manufacturer. We're the creators of the Form 2, which is a desktop lithography printer. Um, hmm. And yeah, we make very accessible fabrication tools. Um, specifically, we started out with 3D printing. Um, our main product is Form 2, but we also have a couple of other product lines um, that we announced in summer. Um, the Fuse One, which is a SLS printer, and Form Style, which is like a production um, automated solution for um, uh, bigger companies. Yeah.
0: So, are you mostly geared towards uh, the in-home use or small company use, or you just all over the place, large scale <laughs> and personal use?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's a great question. I think when we started, um, Formlabs kind of became popular. We were originally a crowdfunding company, Um, so it was more hobbyist use. I would say today, though, primarily we're selling to businesses, but we do kind of see ourselves in sort of a gray area between um, consumer and enterprise because the price point is very accessible to a lot of people, but the sort of quality and output you can get from the system is absolutely used in um, various production settings. So we're, we're everywhere basically from, um, you know, multiple printers at fortune 500 companies to your 10 person, you know, mom and pop jeweler in the Midwest or whatever. So, um, it's kind of all over the board, but primarily we are selling to businesses. Um, yeah, we don't have so many customers who are using these in home. It's, it's more in a professional setting, whether that's a, a large or small business, however.
0: And you mentioned the Fuse 1 and the Form 2, and on your website, I'm looking here, um, and it looks like on your homepage, you've got three different contraptions here that kind of look like a popcorn maker fused with a microwave, and it's very exciting. Uh, Do you have multiple different desktop versions of the Fuse?
1: Sure. So I think what you're probably seeing are two new products we brought out for the finishing steps. So we also have these accessories called Form Wash and Form Cure. Um, uh-huh. so yeah we actually we only have like one 3d printer which is the form 2 which is the product that's shipping today um, the fuse one is available for pre-order um, and hasn't yet shipped which is our larger SLS printer and then the two um, sort of <laughs> uh, kitchen appliance looking contraptions you're <laughs> referencing, are um, sort of accessories for the form 2 so um, I'm sure we'll possibly get into this but when your parts are done on the 3D printer um, they need to be washed and they need to be sometimes they need additional curing which helps improve mechanical properties Um, so these are kind of again these are more for our um, sort of production customers where like convenience is everything these are sort of set and forget systems where you can just once your parts done you can use these accessories to um, finish your parts really quickly in an automated way um, so it sort of reduces the the labor time in terms of getting to a finished, usable part.
0: Absolutely. So I guess let's let's jump into that. Let's from the from the start yeah. to the finish of creating a product. You know how how are Form labs involved and what are the different processes we need to be looking at?
1: Oh wow! So that's kind of a big question. I think uh, I'll just sort of walk through I guess the printer workflow, which will be helpful I think for a lot of people. So. Yeah. All 3D printing um, is based on the same premise where you start with a digital file. Um, so it's a 3D model, typically that's designed in a CAD system, so computer-aided design, and there's a whole range of systems out there. So different industries will have different softwares that they gravitate towards. Um, so you have your digital file, and then you upload it um, to the printer, and what happens is software converts it into splices. So really, your 3D printer technology, it's just about how do you actually create those slices and build them up to make your 3D objects. So how the Form 2 works is we use a process called stereolithography, um, sometimes referred to as SLA. So the material we use is a light-sensitive resin, and then how we build our layers is with a laser. So essentially, if we have a slice of your model, so if you imagine a house, the bottom layer is gonna be sort of a square or rectangle to build your base. Um, The laser will draw out that shape, it will do the perimeter, and then it quickly moves back and forth to raster. And as it's drawing it, your plastic is hardening. Um, So you build your first layer, then there's a step called a peel process, which separates parts. Um, It moves up one layer, which is set by the user. So our finest layer thickness is 25 micron, but you can also print it 100 microns if you want your parts to be printed much more quickly. And then basically the process just repeats. Um, so it does the next layer, and it peels and it lifts, it peels and it lifts until your part's finished. Um, so, that is, so that's where the accessories come in. So with the Form 2, your part's still gonna be covered in resin, so you need to wash it in alcohol just to quickly clean it. And if you're using one of our more functional materials, um, so, yeah, we have 15 different materials or so with with different properties. Um, it can be advantageous to apply more um, UV light to basically see improved mechanical properties. So that's the bulk of the printing steps, basically. Design your part in CAD. You um, load it into our software, send it to the printer, print the part in your material of your choice, finish your part, um, and then it's ready to use. Um, wow. Yeah. So I guess then just quickly on your first point, how does that fit in with, like, product development, um, again, we're sort of all over the map. <laughs> so the the biggest use case is for any company that's developing physical objects, it's helpful, in 3D printing is used for prototyping, just how do you quickly test designs on a 3D printer before you go to some other production method, right, like injection molding or, um, yeah, depending on the industry, like casting or mold making or some other higher volume process. However, um, with some new industries coming out, as the technology gets more accessible and the materials get more interesting, we do have some examples where people are printing end-use parts on a printer. So, for example, we have a biocompatible resin um, used by dentists where they're actually printing surgical guides that are used in oral surgeries to help um, direct their surgical tools. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So, that was kind of reason why. my... Next question is, what kind of materials are you using for your printers?
1: Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think something um, I certainly spend a lot of time at Formlabs. I've been working on new materials for a couple of years now. Um, We sort of, they're all photopolymer resins. They're all acrylic-based resins, so sort of plastics, but you can kind of, a lot within that area. So we have standard materials for prototyping. and We recently launched a color kit so you can actually color your resins to any color of your choice. Um, That's typically used for prototyping or as your sort of entry-level material. Then we have a grouping of products we refer to as our engineering resins. And these typically require additional curing. And these are for people who are interested in um, better mechanical properties in one way or another. So we have a tough resin, which has um, good impact strength. So this gets into something known as functional prototyping, which is when you're not just printing something to see what it's going to look like and to hold it into your hand. You're actually going to print something to put it into some system where it's going to undergo some stress or strain. So if you're doing, like, field testing with customers and you want something a bit more robust, you might print it in engineering resin. Um, And within that, we also have a high-temperature resin that can withstand very high temperatures. Flexible material, um, yeah, we have six or so in that family. And, again, that's mostly being used by um, sort of engineering or higher education in terms of research. Um, And then we have materials specifically for the jewelry industry. Um, We have a castable resin, which is used in the production of um, precious metal jewelry. And dental, we have a couple of biocompatible materials. And then our last category is Form X, which is kind of an experimental branch of Formlabs. Um, it's pretty new. And just last week, we launched our our ceramic resin, which we've been working on for a couple of years. So yeah, that's, a, that's the Great. materials family.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a lot of options, which, which to me is just the next biggest thing with 3D printing is being able to print in any material that you need. That's going right. to be such a game changer.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of really really interesting stuff happening with materials development. So, um, yeah, one thing I think is very cool and then sort of an advantage for Formlabs is that we do develop our materials in house as well as doing software development. So, um, just the pace we've been able to bring out new materials is pretty staggering. I think most of those materials have come out in the past two to three years. Um, and yeah, one thing that's really interesting is just by, yeah, when we brought out our first biocompatible resin you know, suddenly we were selling to dentists. So um, even though we just have one 3D printer, the number of sort of industries and the types of customers we engage can just change dramatically um, by just adding a new material to our portfolio.
0: Absolutely. So let's let's go dive in a little bit into the software uh, that you yeah. offer.
1: Sure. What do you want
0: to know? <laughs> all about it. I want to know all about it. So uh, you've got a couple of different sure. things here. Uh,
1: yeah. So there, there are kind of a few different aspects of software. Um The the main one that, you know, everyone who's running a print will interact with is Preform, which is our free software. Um, We do stress it's not a CAD design tool. We still recommend you design parts in a CAD program, and there's lots of free ones out there if that's a constraint. Um, But Preform is more like a sort of print dialogue box, so you can download it from our website today if anyone's curious to play around with it. And you load an STL or an OBJ. These are pretty generic file types for 3D printing. So from your CAD system, you just save as an STL, and that makes a test file that's um, suitable for printing. And then in preform, you are basically setting up your build volume we talk about. So you know, say you have a very small ring, you can load one model and you can duplicate 90 of those because you want to make 100 parts in one print or you can load up different files to use in one go. Um, you select what material you want to work with, um, because we have different print settings depending on the material, and then you select your layer height. So that was one thing I mentioned. You know, you can print at 100 microns really quickly and get a slightly rougher surface resolution, or you can print at the, at the highest resolution. It'll take a little bit longer. So those are the basic presets, but PreForm is very easy to use. We have a feature called one-click print, um so you can just load your file, hit that, and it will automatically orient it for you, generate supports, um, and lay out multiple pieces. So yeah, we get a lot of compliments that um preform is very <laughs> surprisingly easy to use for people, which I think is refreshing when you're if you if you come at 3D printing expecting sort of an industrial software interface. Um so that's one pretty big aspect. And then the other aspect is our dashboard software, which is also free for customer um, so you register online and this is more of a yeah it's, it's a dashboard basically for monitoring your printer and tracking prints. so you can sign up for an account at formlabs.com and then you can register your form to um, to it via the interface and then it will you can like also set up your phone so it will let you know if there's been um, an interruption for any reason if your materials running low on resin um, You can look back over previous prints, so it kind of has some more printer management tools, which get interesting if you have multiple printers or, for example, if you're running a service bureau and you're invoicing for your parts, it keeps track of all the prints you've done, how long they took, and you have a record there that you can kind of share with them, you can use for invoicing. Um, So, yeah, dashboard's really awesome. We have a growing number of users, um, mostly, again, just for convenience. And I think it starts to get more meaningful as you have multiple printers. So, you can, you know, if you're at a a school or an institution and there's, you know, there's 20 printers on campus, you can use the dashboard to sort of see how those resources are being utilized. Um, So, yeah, the dashboard is actually the foundation um, that we're building off for our Form Cell, which is this automated unit of multiple printers. Um, so, yeah, we're going to keep building on dashboards in terms of that automation and, okay, if you have six printers registered to dashboards, how do you move to a system where you just throw different files at it and it's automatically assigning those to different printers? So, you again, kind of trying to reduce the labor involved in, um, yeah, the day-to-day operation of these, these types of um, machines when you are, you are at higher volumes, it starts to add up. So, if that's something we're very focused on.
0: Fantastic, and besides all your products that you offer, you also offer a couple services. If you buy products, it looks here like you have service plans and potentially some training that could yeah. benefit people. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm super glad you asked because I feel like uh, I never get to talk about those products, but um, <laughs> they're very important, obviously, to the user experience. So. Yeah, Formlabs has this sort of interesting history. We have a lot of awesome customers, and I think a big part of that is from the start, we always offered a free one-year warranty of standard with the printer. Um, we have incredible customer support. A lot of our team, everyone's um, in-house, whether in Europe or Berlin. Um, a lot of them have technical backgrounds, and they really do help people Whatever is going on, whether it's just like a problem with your printer, you know, the worst case scenario is people say, you know, I have a print, it didn't come out how I expected. We can help them troubleshoot that um, and pinpoint a solution. Um, or just for more educational stuff, yeah, because sometimes people are like, I tried to print this and it didn't turn out, and it might be that there is an issue with the part because they're kind of new to CAD or new to designs, and what they're trying to do is is just generally a hard thing to print. Um, so that's the basic level, and then... Yeah, as our sort of customer base has evolved, we're certainly servicing more and more professional customers and enterprise customers. So um, we have our pro-service plan, which um, offers additional phone support, and it comes with a one-hour training on a topic of your choice. So, yeah, depending on what your reservations may be for some people they might be intimidated and they just really want to be walked through starting a print from start to finish, or it may be more about um, a particular application that they're interested in, whether they're coming from jewelry and dental and they want to focus in on those products. Um, So we're pretty flexible in how we use that time, and that's done, um, again, with just a video call with one of our service engineers. Um, And another great feature of post-service plan is, again, very just focused on this high production scenario and trying to minimize any downtime. So if you do have an issue... Um, there's much more faster issue resolution so we don't ask you to go through you know the full um, back and forth of trying to pinpoint an issue you're having we'll do kind of something we call hot swapping so we'll just um, get a new unit out to you while you send the other one back Um, yeah generally a lot of people very dedicated to making sure people stay stay up and running and, and can continue printing so they have minimal yeah distraction to their business when things do go wrong
0: Exactly, and and it doesn't sound like you're just giving people products. You know, you're focusing on training them and and allowing them to use the full capabilities of each product.
1: Yeah, we spend a lot of time there, and I think you know, um, one thing that's nice for people that have opted into dashboard, you know, we do care about like how much people are printing. So it's not just are they buying product, but are they actually using it. Um, and so, and one thing my team has been focused on is I work on applications engineering. So we are constantly learning about new workflows and best practice in using 3D printing and then creating content. So we um, are creating a lot of white papers or running webinars additionally on sort of more advanced examples of using 3D printers. So um, we just did a piece of content on digs and fixtures that are being used to, you know, on production lines. How do you use 3D printed parts to manufacture your product? Um, or another example, one of my colleagues is currently looking at how do you use 3D-printed parts to cast large metal parts for engineering examples. Um, So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff, and that's all kind of, yeah, as you say, focused on uh, continued education, which, you know, most of our customers are very passionate about. How do we... uh, Keep engaging them both to use their product, but really the motivation is just get the most out of their product, or make sure they're using the right material or the right approach for this particular problem they're trying to solve.
0: And where can people see your machines? I, I know online you have a, a great, very easily usable uh, package configuration here with the materials and the printers and what right. you need. Uh, are there are there resellers in in which companies? Sorry, which countries are there resellers that people can come and maybe see these machines for themselves sure. before buying them?
1: Yeah, yeah. so we, we primarily are an online um, retailer. However, yeah, I definitely recommend going to formlabs.com. There's two two ways you can see a printer in the wild. Um, either join us at an event we're attending, and we keep that pretty up-to-date on the website. Um, for example, I know we're going to be tomorrow, my colleagues flying out to JCK, which is a big jewelry event in Las Vegas. Um, and we, we go to events across all kinds of industries. Um, we do also have a great... Um, distribution network, we work with a lot of resellers. Um, again, those are all listed online, so if you're in a particular region, you can see um, resellers by country and find out if there's one near you. And very often, they will have um, showrooms where you can go and check out the product. Um, and yeah, we we actively sell directly in North America and Europe, um, and then through our distribution network, we sell fairly broadly around the world, I will. Hesitate to like list com- countries because that's kind of always changing. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But certainly um, in Asia, Australia, South Africa, um, South America, yeah.
0: Fantastic, Jennifer. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us here today and and let us know about these fantastic printers. It's it's a very easy, clean website. I love it. It looks it's very straightforward. You know, you yeah, can go on you. there and find what you need quickly.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good to hear because I feel like we're always adding web pages. So. <laughs> I
0: enjoyed it. <laughs> Absolutely. That was Jennifer Kiln. She is the product manager at Form Labs. You can check out all their very exciting information and technologies at formlabs, F O R M L A B S dot com. This has been Juliette Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast post to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.